Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting episode to review because I'm going to be talking about two complete opposite things. And I mean, complete opposite. Magic the Gathering and cockfighting. Because the episode that I'm going to be reviewing this week is Cock Magic. Now, before I even dig into this episode, before I even dive into this episode, I have to talk about Magic the Gathering. And when I first heard about it, and then I'm going to get into uh, a little bit of the history of the game. The first time I think I ever heard about Magic the Gathering, I was about eight or nine years old, and they used to have on wrestling programs, when they used to do the, you know, paid promotion part, Magic the Gathering would be there. Not all the time, but it would be there. So that's kind of where I first heard it from. So, let's do a quick history of Magic the Gathering. It is a tabletop and digital collectible card game created by Richard Garfield. Released in 1993 by Wizards of the Coast, Magic was the first trading card game and had approximately 35 million players as of December 2018, and over 20 billion Magic cards were produced in the period from 2008 to 2016, during which time it grew in popularity. A player in Magic takes the role of a Planeswalker, a powerful wizard who can travel between dimensions of the multiverse, doing battle with other players as Planeswalkers by casting spells, using artifacts, and summoning creatures as depicted on individual cards drawn from their individual decks. A player defeats their opponent typically, but not always, by casting spells and attacking with creatures to deal damage to the opponent's life total, with the objective being to reduce it from 20 to 0. Although the original concept of the game drew heavily from the Motives of traditional fantasy role-playing games, such as Dungeons & Dragons, the gameplay bears little similarity to paper and pencil games, while simultaneously having substantially more cards and more complex rules than many other card games. Magic can be played by two or more players, either in person with printed cards, or on a computer, smartphone, or tablet with virtual cards through the internet-based software Magic the Gathering Online, or other video games such as Magic the Gathering Arena and Magic Duels. It can be played in various rule formats, which fall into two categories, Constructed and Limited. Limited formats involve players building a deck spontaneously out of a pool of random cards with a minimum deck size of 40 cards. In constructed formats, players create decks from cards they own, usually with a minimum of 60 per deck. New cards are released on a regular basis through expansion sets. 
Further developments include the Wizards Play Network, played at the international level, and the Worldwide Community Players Tour, as well as a substantial resale market for Magic cards. Certain cards can be valuable due to their rarity in production and utility in gameplay, with prices ranging from a few cents to tens of thousands of dollars. And that's going to be all that I'm going to really talk about with Magic the Gathering, because I really don't know much about Ga or Magic the Gathering, but I'm kind of impressed with how Matt and Trey did with this. Um, I do want to mention one of the accolades that Magic the Gathering received was in 2019 when it was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame. You know what else went in with Magic the Gathering that year? The coloring book and matchbox cars. Yep, the coloring book and matchbox cars. Same year. All right, well, now that uh, you and I both know a little bit about Magic the Gathering, let's dive into this week's episode, Cock Magic. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and first aired, it originally aired, on November 19th, 2014. Our episode begins at the school where members of the girls' volleyball team are handing out flyers to have people come watch their game. The boys, however, are not that interested because there's a big fight that Kenny is going to be taking part of that day. What's the fight? He's playing Magic the Gathering. And he wins. So the guys brag about how what Kenny did was so incredible, so manly, it was unbelievable. So while that's going on, Wendy has a talk with Stan about the girls' volleyball team and how the girls' volleyball team had won that night, but Stan wasn't there. So as this talk about what Kenny had done is going on, a janitor overhears what they're talking about and tells them about this secret gathering of people for a thing called cock magic. They're to go to this particular address. So what's the place they're going to? City Walk. So what it is, is they have two roosters playing Magic the Gathering. Basically, it's their version of cockfighting. And... You know what, we're, uh, if I don't talk about it, it's going to probably bother me. So, let's talk about cockfighting. And where it is in, you know, civilization. So, cockfighting, according to Wikipedia, is a blood sport held in a ring called a cockpit. The history of raising fowl for fighting goes back 6,000 years. The first documented use of the word Gamecock, denoting use of the cock as to a game, a sport, pastime, or entertainment, was recorded in, 19, or in 1634 
after the term cock of the game used by George Wilson in the earliest known book on the sport of cockfighting in The Commendation of Cocks and Cockfighting in 1607. But it was during Magellan's, yeah, yeah, Magellan, Magellan's voyage of discovery of the Philippines in 1521 when modern cockfighting was first witnessed and documented for Westerners by the Italian Antonio Pigafetta, Magellan's chronicler in the kingdom of Tete. The combatants, referred to as gamecocks, not to be confused with game birds, are, spe are specially bred and conditioned for increased stamina and strength. Male and female chickens of such a breed are referred to as gamefowl. Cocks possess congenital aggression toward all males of the same species. Wagers are often made on the outcome of the match. Cockfighting is a blood sport due in some part to the physical trauma the cocks inflict on each other, excuse me, which is sometimes increased by attaching metal spurs to the cocks' natural spurs. While not all fights are to the death, the cocks may endure significant physical trauma. In some areas around the world, cockfighting is still practiced as a mainstream sport. In some countries, it is regulated by law or forbidden outright. Advocates of the age-old sport often list cultural and religious relevance as reasons for perpetuation, perpetuation of cockfighting as a sport. So, um, here are the countries where it is banned, where cockfighting is banned. Most of North America is banned. Japan, Australia, Brazil, Argentina, England, Russia, um, some parts of of Central America, other countries of South America. Now, when you look at the map on Wikipedia, they have it as different ways. There's nationwide ban on cockfighting, which is what Canada and the U.S. are. A nationwide ban on cockfighting, but some designated local traditions exempted. Some subnational bans on cockfighting. Cockfighting being legal. So... There are some countries, like Madagascar, it's legal to have cockfighting. So, I've never seen it, I mean, in person, I've heard of it, and I, I want to say there was some story on it, but I don't remember where it was. But I do not endorse cockfighting. Let me just say that for the record. So, the guys see this, and... They want to get involved in the cock magic game. But before we could get to that part, uh, Kenny's dad opens the door and sees that the police are there. And they think that Kenny's dad is a part of this cock magic ring, which obviously is not true. But they think he is anyway because, you know, he's poor. Meanwhile, the guys are all at Stan's house where Randy is having a talk about cock magic. And it's not the cock magic that you'd think it is. Because the cock magic that Randy is thinking about is with your penis. 
and he's able to do magic tricks with his penis. So, you know, kind of the uh, wrong way to go there. So, now the guys want to get a rooster. They want to get a rooster, and they want to train him to play Magic the Gathering. So they go, and they, you know, they look to see all these roosters. Kenny's not really feeling it. But they see this one. And, and, and it's a young rooster. So they name him McNuggets. Yep, McNuggets. Meanwhile, Randy is practicing cock magic when he tells Sharon that, hey, it's making a comeback. And, you know, I was pretty popular with it in college. And Sharon reminds Randy that cock magic is also the reason why he was kicked out of college. So the guys take McNuggets over back to City Walk to have his first cock magic fight. And believe it or not, McNuggets wins. McNuggets wins! So they get an invitation from a, a rich guy, you know, stereotype rich guy, to have them join the big leagues of cock magic. And they're all excited about it. Meanwhile, Randy is at a kid's sixth birthday party. And these poor parents, oh my goodness. These poor parents think that they hired a regular, ordinary magician to do magic tricks for their kid's birthday. Instead, they got a guy that does magic with his penis. And there's even a trick where it's the old cut in half trick. You know, like, like they do with the assistant, like you cut them in half, split them up. Well, Randy cuts his penis. And there's blood everywhere. And the kids are screaming about it. But the trick goes on. Randy pulls the penis from behind the kid's ear. I kid you not. This is what is actually happening. And puts it back on him and that's the trick. So these kids are now emotionally scarred for the rest of their life. Meanwhile, uh, back at the school, the boys are talking about how McNuggets did. When all of a sudden, the coach of the girls' volleyball team comes and talks about how they need to have support for their games. Because they're in the playoffs. Carmen makes a joke. Stan makes a joke. And then the coach calls for the captain of the girls' volleyball team to talk. It's Wendy. And Stan is in shock. It's like, oh shit, I really messed up. So, now we're in a situation where Stan has to be like the best boyfriend in the world and be with Wendy at the game. Meanwhile, Kyle, 
Cartman and Kenny take McNuggets to the new place, which is a Panda Express, for the big leagues of cock magic. And I, and I do want to mention while going on, uh, we actually have a guest appearance. We have a guest voice. Peter Serafinowitz is the match commentator during the episode. Um, he is known as the or such films as the voice of Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace. He was Pete in Shaun of the Dead and the sommelier in John Wick Chapter 2. Um, other work... Well, let's talk about some of his other movie roles that he's done. He's been in Grindhouse, Couples Retreat, Un- Underdogs, not Underdog, but Underdogs, an uncredited role in Muppets Most Wanted, Guardians of the Galaxy, Spy, Sing. Oh, he's a he's the big daddy. He's the big gorilla. Okay. Uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story, Last Christmas, Sing 2, and he did four movies last year: The Bubble, The School of The School for Good and Evil, Aquatine Hunger or Aquatine Forever, Plantasm, and The Amazing Maurice. And as far as television goes, um, he's done some work, including How Do You Want Me, Murder Most Horrid, Smack the Pony. That sounds like a real fun show. Spaced, World of Pub, uh, Little Britain, Agatha Christie's Marple. Uh, let's. See. Oh, he also had his own show for a year. Okay. Archer. He's been on Archer a few times. Children's Hospital, American Dad, uh, Parks and Recreation, Gravity Falls, Doctor Who. The Tick, Mickey and the Roadster Racers, and his last TV credit was 2020 Sassy Justice. Okay. So, the boys see that there is this unbeatable player. It's a rooster named Gadnock, Breaker of Worlds. The rooster has never lost a fight has not even lost a round. This is like the unbeatable champion. Stan is at Wendy's volleyball game and he's trying to help them with everything they can. The boys don't want McNuggets to go in because McNuggets is a youngster. McNuggets is 10 months old. So Kenny steps up to the plate. Kenny steps up. So now Kenny is playing Gadnook. Remember, Kenny won earlier. And we're watching this on ESPN Illegal, home of bullfighting, dogfighting, and cock magic. So they're playing, and Kenny has a big move. And it stuns the champion. And it looks like Kenny is about to win. Kenny is about to beat Gadnuck. When all of a sudden, the police come in and break up the cock magic scheme. So, 
everyone is frozen. Guns are out. And they talk about, or uh, the detective talks about how they got word of this from a poster that said Cock Magic Show at 9 p.m. Saturday. Well, see, there's a problem. Nobody that is in that building made the poster. The kids didn't make the poster. So if the kids didn't make the poster, the adults didn't make the poster, then who did? Well, Randy did. Randy made the poster. So he is doing a cock magic show. And as this is going on, slowly but surely, some of the people leave the area. And we get a little bit of Barbie Girl by Aqua playing during one of his acts. And it's a really funny bit. I actually like the bit. And by the time Randy is done with the act, everybody has left except the police officers. (laughs) So, we go back to school. The boys talk about it a little bit. But they're kind of done with this. You know, they're kind of done with the underground cock magic game and all that. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do with McNuggets? Well, Stan has an idea. The girls volleyball team will face McNuggets, who is playing magic. And... The score is one to one when the episode ends. And that is the end of cock magic. Okay. So my thoughts on the episode. I mean, it's a little bit of a setback from the previous week, but how could it not be? Last week was so good. But this is a good episode. This is a good episode. Um, I like that they use Magic the Gathering as a way of, you know, talking about cockfighting and how, you know, they use this game that kids can play. And instead of showing the roosters getting brutally beaten, they're showing they're showing it in a completely different way and it's a real smart way it's really good there's some good moments and this is one of the rare times i think where randy being dumb about what the kids are talking about is actually not that bad it's actually funny Because he's thinking, oh my god, I can go back to my college days. So, they did a good job on that. I'm going to give this... I'm going to give it a low 8. It's a good episode. Not the best. It's probably one that... Probably, like, if you're talking about the most memorable South Park episodes of all time, this is not one of them. 
But if, you know, they do a marathon on Comedy Central and this episode pops up, it's worth watching, I think. Or if you're bored and you want to watch a random South Park episode on HBO Max, this is one that may be worth watching. Again, not the greatest episode of all time, not one of the more memorable episodes of all time, but still a good episode. I'm going to give us an 8. Okay, so some production notes on this episode. At the end of the production of Freemium Isn't Free, the sixth episode of the season, Trey Parker and Matt Stone had to quickly come up with what it was that Stan was doing now instead of playing freemium games. They settled on board games. Because it was fun to put some of their favorite board games in the background of that scene, Parker and Stone started discussing doing an episode where the characters play board games, with the twist being that it would be treated like an illegal activity. Also considered was a slightly modified version where instead of it being illegal, the characters played the game like a serious sport. For the game, they chose Magic the Gathering, because Parker had played it before and was a fan of it. Once it was spontaneously decided that roosters would be involved, the term cock magic was coined and it set up Randy doing his own cock magic. Peter Serafinowicz was brought in to do the voice of the announcer. Parker and Stone thought Serafinowicz had a beautiful voice, so they had him do several different voices to see which would be the best fit. Originally, the voice was done in a low, calm golf announcer voice. Despite being funny for a little bit, Parker and Stone felt that the scenes just kind of died out, and the voice had to be funnier. At the very last minute, it was decided that the voice would be performed in the style of a big and exciting fight announcer, where the announcer gets super excited after a sudden knockout. Serafinowicz performed the role like an overexcited English football announcer, and Parker and Stone were dying with laughter. Alright, let's see what the critics thought of this episode. Uh, the episode received an A- from Dan Caffrey of the AV Club, who headlined his review with, The show does away with commentary and ends up with one of the season's best episodes. Max Nicholson from IGN gave the episode a 6.5 out of 10 and noted that it was feeling muddled and unfocused. And Daniel Curlin from Den of Geek gave the episode 3.5 out of 5 stars and stated, It might not be the best episode of the season, but it's a very solid piece of fluff installment in the meantime. Alright, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over two and a half thousand people have given this episode a rating, and the average rating for this episode, the IMDb rating, is an 8.3 out of 10. 717 people gave it a 10, 642 people gave it a 9, 623 people gave it an 8, that's the score I'm giving this episode, and 30 people gave it a 1. To break it into demographics for males, the average rating was an 8.3, with its highest demographic being the 18 to 29 category, with an average rating of an 8.5. For females, the average rating was an 8, with its highest demographic also being in the 18 to 29 category, also with an 8.5 rating. 
Okay, so now we're going to go to the user reviews of this episode. Not as many as the last episode, but there are still some reviews. So we're going to go to them. And this first one is from Wizzle Snarf. <laughs> Wizzle Snarf wrote, It's a really well-organized episode where I laughed out loud five times, which hasn't happened in most recent episodes. They didn't try to hammer you over the head with deep meaning or morals, though if you stop and think about the episode, there is some good commentary about a variety of topics, such as how society is obsessed with absurd and violent male-dominated sports like MMA, magic cockfighting, while ignoring legitimate women's sports like volleyball. But it wasn't overly introspective, and they kept it playful. Definitely going to have to invest in a handkerchief and practice a new party skill. Next review is from Tress Contact, who wrote, I thought this episode was hilarious, and I was laughing through the entire thing. It's just as silly and dumb as you want a South Park episode to be. Even for the ones that might not know what the main story is about, there's a just as funny side story to it all, just to top it all off. While I thought the previous episode, Grounded Vinda Hoop, was a bad episode measured in South Park standards. Wow. I truly enjoyed this one, and I'm giving it a 10 out of 10, as I can't see, pardon me, as I can't see how a South Park episode in 20 minutes could get any funnier than this. A truly great episode. Next review is from Sam College Email, who wrote, With a title like Cock Magic, most viewers are going to be coming into the episode wondering exactly how the premise is going to interpret it. Parker and Stone perfectly play off of those expectations, pacing the reveals to keep the audience guessing as one ridiculous thing after another happens. Randy's subplot is just icing on the cake. There may not be a deep message or much social commentary, at least on the surface, going on, but in a season where such episodes, such as The Magic Bush, Grounded Vindaloop, Hashtag Happy Holograms, which we'll get to in a few weeks, have frequently fallen flat, a return to South Park's iconic, ludicrous antics feels like a breath of fresh air. As someone who's disappointed with many of the episodes leading up to this one, I found it to be a real return to form for the show and one of the funniest episodes ever. Our final review is from Nick Vallejo One, who wrote, Wow. After possibly the best episode of the season, and perhaps the whole series, South Park lays an egg. Yes, the usual two-plot structure exists. Yet the vulgarity and gore was simply, well, for the vulgarity and gore. There was no parody, no underlying meaning, no exposing to, of the faults of society. The intensity of cockfighting meets the nerd orgasm-inducing game of Magic the Gathering. Really? And I hope the underlying message wasn't animal cruelty or gender equality, because you've already beat that horse repeatedly. Am I supposed to laugh at Randy's utter stupidity? I know you are better than that, South Park. Not only was the episode a disappointment, but the ads for this episode were misleading. 
you featured City Walk and its owner, yet they were featured in one scene. Even Cartman, who in the ad was the featured character, did not play an important role whatsoever. And where was Butters? After playing such an important role the past few episodes and having success, you just don't include him? This is worse than Timmy's taxi episode. Especially the scene where Randy cuts off his dick in front of little kids that is not rebelling against constant static TV episodes and defining the individualism of South Park. That is just plain unsettling. I love South Park, have seen every single episode, and this just upsets me. Don't watch this episode. You have been warned. Wow. Uh, <laughs> did not expect those reviews there. Especially the hate from Grounded Vindaloop. Holy cow. Did not expect that. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. You guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. And you can join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come up, future South Park episodes. Next time around, we're taking that Thanksgiving break off and we're heading into the home stretch with a little hashtag rehash. That is the next episode. Hashtag rehash. Right here on Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll talk to you all next time.